Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a podcast that inspires photographers and visual artists who live their best creative lives. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host and a full-time photographer here to give you some tools so you can build your life in creative self-employment. Beyond that, I get to sit down with an amazing community of creative professionals to talk about process, business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So let's get to it. Entrepreneur Season 2, kicking off next. Good day to you, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Durr. I am your host, and we are today kicking off Episode 68 of Entrepreneurs in Season 2. Now, this is the second part of the quarterly tax topic that I started last week. So if you haven't tuned into episode 67, we talk about why quarterly estimates are in effect, who they are for, when to pay them, and ultimately what they are comprised of. Now, for today, in part two of this conversation, we're going to dive in on how quarterly estimates are actually calculated, if not to avoid penalties in interest for yourself, just at the very least for your own edification. And one of the reasons why I even wanted to do this episode to bring light to how to set aside money for quarterly taxes is because, you know, it's a very easy thing to let slip through the cracks. And when I got started in this business, one of the toughest parts for me was learning the hard way that there is no email alert. There is no phone call. There's no app notification telling you, hey, it's time to pay. Here's what you owe and here's how to do it. And there isn't even a checkpoint in the payment process to let you know that you've done it right. You might send it too much. You might send in too little. So if you're getting started in this game, you're kind of flying blind, which can leave you open to penalties and interest. And we obviously want to avoid that. And even if you do have access to a CPA that helps you calculate your deductions and helps you maybe file your taxes, just understand it's not always their responsibility to be calling you up every quarter to remind you what to do. So this really is an exercise in personal responsibility, or I should say like personal professional responsibility. So if you're used to teachers and parents and employers constantly reminding you of what to do and when to do it, you know, the good thing is you won't have that experience anymore when you become a freelancer. The bad thing is, of course, though, you won't have that experience anymore when you become a freelancer. So you can see the pros and you can see the cons of this kind of autonomous lifestyle. That's why I want you to understand some of these principles. You don't have to be an expert overnight. In fact, many of you who are getting started won't have any context at all for projected income or deductions. And and that's okay. I just want to say that everyone starts somewhere. And I get it. You just want to make pictures. And I totally just want you to make pictures. That's the whole point of this. Uh, If you can grasp this, you can afford yourself the ability to spend more time on those pictures. So I'm just here to let you know, it's all good. Try not to get discouraged and just keep learning. 
Now, just like last episode, I'm going to put out the disclaimer that I am no tax professional. I am no CPA. I am no financial advisor. Uh, I don't have all the answers. In fact, I might even get some things wrong. Okay, so ultimately, I just hope that this episode is going to springboard you into some sort of conversation with a qualified professional. So with that out of the way, let's find out how to calculate what you owe for quarterly taxes. Of course, remember to reference episode 67 if you need to. Now to do this, we need to go over a few basic definitions. The first one is revenue. And that is all the money that comes into your business. Okay, so that's what you charge for your day rates. That's what you earn on sales, coaching fees, licensing, reimbursement checks, all of that. So if you receive $50,000 in checks, that is your revenue, $50,000. It's what's coming into your business. The second definition you should know are your expenses, which are pretty self-explanatory, but this is the money that's going out of your account to run your business. And there are tons of categories on this area, but qualified expenses can include your website, your equipment, your travel, your hired help, whatever you spend to do your jobs. This is what's going out of your business. The third term we need to know is profit. And that's the difference between your revenue amount and your expense amount. So what you do is you subtract your expenses from your revenue and you have your profit. So for instance, if you earn $50,000 over the course of a year in revenue and you spent $20,000 in expenses, you'd have a $30,000 of net profit. Now, if you looked at it from, let's say, a monthly perspective, if you earned, let's say, $3,000 in revenue and you spent $1,000 to run your business, you would then have a net profit of $2,000 per that month. Get the picture? So that $2,000 is going to be our reference point. Whatever is left over is going to be our reference. That's what we're going to use to not only pay ourselves, but also use as a reference for what we will be taxed on, which is what we're going to focus on today. So the simplest way I have learned this, and trust me, there are far more complicated calculations to getting to your quarterly estimated numbers, but it's uh, it's way too complex for a podcast to translate. So I'm not going to go down the extensive long version rabbit hole. The easiest way I've been taught is to simply multiply your net profit by your tax rate percentage, which you can find on any up-to-date U.S. tax bracket. And that will get you to your tax liability, which is effectively what you owe in taxes to the IRS. So if you're in the 22% tax bracket, for instance, and your profit is $30,000, you would multiply 0.22, which is 22%, by 30,000, which will come to $6,600. And then you divide that $6,600 by four, and now you have a quarterly breakdown of $1,650 owed each quarter. Now, in the last episode, I did mention that the quarterly deadlines are not perfectly spaced between each other. You know, the separation between Q1 and Q2 is just two months, I believe. And while the uh, the separation between Q4 and Q1 of the following year, I believe is four months. So in theory, you could try and break it down for exactly what you owe in the time that has passed between deadlines. The only thing I would say about that is it just requires a little bit more calculation. And I'm just not for that. I want to make pictures. I don't want to pull my hair out doing a bunch of math. So for that reason, in my opinion, paying equal portions is the preferred route. Now, if you've been freelancing for a little bit, but you have found a lack of consistency in your business each year, which is very common, you're probably asking, well, how do I project accurately what I'm going to make and what I'm ultimately going to spend? It's very unpredictable. And luckily for us, the IRS actually does provide a little bit of leeway for freelancers and business owners who have um, irregular income. It's called the safe harbor rule. So effectively, you can avoid penalty if you take one of the following actions. The first option is if you pay 90% of your tax liability this year. So if you're projected to owe, let's say, $10,000 in taxes, you'd pay $9,000 for the year, which you would divide by four, which comes out to $2,250 each quarter. It's not a very easy thing to accurately predict, as you can imagine, because you just don't know what your tax liability is going to be. 
The second option is you pay 100% of last year's tax liability. Okay, so if you owed $10,000 in taxes last year, you'd mirror that for this year and pay $2,500 a quarter. Now, just FYI, if you're a high earner, if you're earning, let's say, over $150,000, you actually don't pay 100%, you pay 110% of last year's liability. And an important side note, even if you opt to pay 100% of last year's liability, that does not mean that you won't have to owe taxes at the end of the year, because as the name quarterly estimates implies, (laughs) these are simply estimates. So one of the common scenarios is if you earn more income this year than you did, let's say, last year, but you're paying on last year's lower liability, then you will naturally have a balance at the end. You just won't have to pay any interest or penalties. So that's just something that I wanted to highlight. That's why we save a percentage of every dollar we earn. That's why every paycheck I receive, I'm automatically transferring 30% of that check and putting it into a separate account solely for taxes. And I want to hang on this thread for a second here, because if your income were to luckily increase rather notably, which I really hope it does, right? Uh, This happened to me my second year of freelancing. It almost doubled from $30,000 a year to $60,000 the next. You have a couple schools of thought in terms of how you can proceed with your payments. So the first option is you can continue to pay 100% of what you were paying last year, knowing in advance that you're going to pay a balance at the end. Okay, so that's option number one. The second option is you can increase your payments each quarter to reduce what you would ultimately owe at the end. And really the best choice just comes down to your own self-awareness. If you have a saving system in place that is reliable and that you trust, I would recommend going for option number one and just paying 100% of last year's liability so that you're not giving the IRS an interest-free loan. If, however, you don't adhere to a saving system and instead you're often tempted to purchase things with whatever you have in your bank account, then you should absolutely increase your quarterly payments to ensure that you don't overspend throughout the year. So again, it's just self-awareness. Whatever works for you, works for you. Now to wrap up, folks, I do want to let you know how you can actually pay your quarterly estimates because as I mentioned at the top of the show, the IRS is not knocking on your door. They're not calling your phone. They're not going to send you a bill like the DWP where you can click a link and it brings you to the pay now section. Um, I do prefer the online method. It's very straightforward. It's very easy. You can go to the irs.gov slash payments website click on the blue button that says pay now with direct pay. And that's going to connect you to your bank account without any fees. Now, if you do want to pay by card, you can do that as well. Just use the other blue button that says pay now by card or digital wallet. Uh, That will enforce a processing fee. So whichever you choose, it's going to bring you to a page with some drop downs. Click on those. The first one is your reason of payment, which you're going to choose estimated tax. Then you're going to choose apply it to your 1040 and then click on tax year. The rest is your personal information that you enter in and then you submit. You can also do this by phone or by mail. But at this point, I think online is uh, by far the easiest way to pay. And you can also schedule your payments as well. So if you'd rather not do this manually four times a year, you can do that too. Again, keep in mind, that's just self-awareness though. You want to make sure that you have enough money in your account, that you're consistently moving a percentage of money aside from each job to a separate account specifically and solely for the purpose of your taxes. So it can be a savings account, it can be a checking account, uh, anything that is liquid and that you have the discipline to basically never touch. So that is going to do it for today, folks. I will link some resources for you in the show notes. I do hope this episode inspires you to find someone who can really dial in on your numbers, who can maybe answer all your questions that you're still confused by. Obviously, I am no tax professional, just doing my best to inspire some of you who feel a little bit lost in the business end to seek out some really qualified help. And and certainly one of these days, I'm going to try to bring someone on that can answer those questions for us. So for now, thank you for tuning in. I hope this helped out a little bit. Hope you have a great rest of your day, folks, and I will see you guys next week. 
What's up, entrepreneurs? Thank you for tuning in and making it all the way to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed the content you just listened to, hit subscribe and tune in again next week. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Entrepreneurs Pod for updates, promos, and giveaway contests that we run throughout the year. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out our really cool website, EntrepreneursPod.com. It's a great resource for you to download informational PDFs and booklets, access discount codes from our amazing affiliates, and read what our audience is up to on our community blog. For now, I just want to say thank you for tuning in, supporting the show, and being a part of this journey. This is Michael Durr signing off for now, Entrepreneurs Season 2. Let's go. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.